Hello and welcome to the Power Switch, gaming's call and talk radio show. My name is Peter Spasia, and today is June 3rd, 2017. This is the 28th episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We use Discord as a means to add and drop callers to talk about video games and switch the power that is found in a typical gaming podcast. You can join our server to participate during recordings at rhymeswithasia.com slash call. Little housekeeping today. I am sick today. Uh, if it weren't this magical time of the year, I would not be doing a show today. I just feel dreadful. But, you know, pushing on through because this is pre-E3 2017. One week from today, EA will be taking the floor to start their show on, of all days, a Saturday. Then it's Microsoft and Bethesda on Sunday. Then on Monday, it's Ubisoft and Sony. And there's also the PC show in there, but but for real, who watches the PC show? And then on Tuesday, Nintendo with their spotlight. It's it's going to be a magical time. So on podcasts past, I've, I've hosted these E3 call-in shows, and uh, they're kind of a magical time when we get people calling in and talking about these yes or no questions in the contest that I've hosted in the weeks leading up to this show. And it really, th- this is, it's almost like the power switch was derived from the format of those kind of shows held on Skype in past years of podcasting. So it's interesting today uh, for me to say that this is the pre-E3 2017 episode of The Power Switch. This is the first pre-E3 show of this podcast, and we're hosting it similar to how we did back on old podcasts at Show Me Your News. So the way it works is this. We get people calling in. We talk about these yes or no questions. We kind of go over each one in detail. Where are our thoughts going into E3? And then at the end of the person's time, they give a big boss and a kefir prediction. Now, what are those? So a big boss prediction is something that's it's bold. It's not just you're like, oh, well, I predict this will happen in E3. You got to have some some stones to, to predict this. It's got to be bold to some degree. A kefir prediction is laughably absurd. It is off the wall. It is crazy. And if kefirs happen, that is the stuff of legend. So... The idea is, you know, give a big boss and a key for prediction at the end of your time. Uh, it's 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 good fun. I look forward to jumping into it because normally on the power switch here, we have a format where I talk for 10 to 15 minutes and then we kind of go to the callers and we have that segment. And then we kind of have an ending segment to run things out. But it's a big show today. Now, I'm not hoping for three hour or four hour long podcasts like I've had pre E3 episodes go. But we're going to keep moving things along here and just really go right to the callers here. And so I'm looking forward to talking about all things E3 2017. Let's get to it. Joining us from Alaska, DQP, welcome back to the Power Switch. It's been a while. And first of all, if I may begin, uh, I watched the PC gaming show. It's not good, (laughs) but I watch it. It's, so, it's what the third year now, and they have a uh, different people present. Yeah. Better man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, yeah. the, all these console yeah. gamers—they're kind of taking the stage. You know, big deal you know at what? E3. <laughs> they're gonna show Mountain Blade too, and they might show Kingdom Come Deliverance, and that's gonna be badass. So, all right. Yeah, I've I've heard that's good fun. things about that's Kingdom fun. Come. Yeah, and but they're supposed to have yep. a uh, some sort of I think reveal before the show on June 9th, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I read. 
online. Um, that should be yeah. pretty interesting. I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah, it's it's yeah. not part of at least my my coverage this year. I'll say that much. So we've got you here <laughs> on to talk about Microsoft and, and their conference, which I just want to kind of get your thoughts before we get ready to roll here. I mean, Microsoft is an, in, an interesting place this year. Um, they have the That's big right. console announcement with Scorpio. And kind of how they message that is critical. And then it's a matter of what Scorpio. games they have to back it up. I, I agree. We'll get we'll get into more discussion once we get to the actual questions. For sure. Out of all the different conferences, I, I think I'm more partial to Nintendo. I'd like to see what they do in the spotlight with Switch and all that. But Microsoft, I'm very interested. I think they might be the, the conference I want to see next and because they're they're in a, a delicate position let's get started though with our e3 yes or no questions we had a contest over at rhymeswithasia.com slash e3 contest where we posed 50 yes or no questions it was a contest that was very easy to enter uh, had some stipulations this year where if you entered early you got bonus points i think that was uh, a wise idea you were one of the ones who did so uh, so i think you had five bonus points coming your yep. way so we'll start mm-hmm. with microsoft and go over those 10 questions here with you and so we'll start with will project scorpio receive both its final name and its specific release date where are your thoughts with that yes that is something that needs to happen this e3 if they're going to bother doing it this year i think like this is definitely the time to do it Mm -hmm. what would the console name be you think i have no idea i like the sound of xbox one x although that might be a little hammy now that i'm actually saying it i mean aside from that i can't really think of a decent name for it xbox one ultra i mean they can't go xbox one pro right right Kind of what their competition's doing. Yeah. So I don't know what the final name would be, but if we don't know by the end of E3, then that's going to be bad news for Microsoft, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, they have to give it a name. I'll give you that. They can't keep calling it Project Scorpio, uh, of course. So I'm with you. I think if I had to, you know, guess, put money on a name and all that, I would say it's Xbox One X. Uh, however, there is some, the possibility of something like Xbox One Elite. Maybe uh, they have the Elite controller, which yeah. is you know top of the line. That's kind of been their branding for a while, even with Xbox 360. Ninety-one percent right. of people, ninety-one percent who entered the contest said yes, and I actually said, I actually said no. Uh, I think it's going to fall apart when it comes to the specific release date. Uh, my logic being, if you look at mm. the Xbox One S, which was that was last year already, their refinement of mm-hmm. Xbox One, they talked about the name for sure, which would make it interesting. You know, Xbox One S, <laughs> Xbox One X. You have XBOX, which would be an interesting little fun play on uh, you know abbreviations and all that. Uh, but they didn't talk about specific day timing with xbox one s i think they say you know this summer coming soon it ended up being august 2nd i believe the release date was uh, but they didn't say that yep. at the show so i think that's my hesitation if i had to to guess uh, i would say no but i think you're in agreement 91 percent of people said yes for this contest the only lamentation is going to be that pc gamer will not be able to use uh those uh hank scorpio thumbnails in every single project scorpio article (laughs) yeah but uh you know we'll live with that i guess Mm -hmm. all right also speaking of project scorpio here will the price of project scorpio be announced 
as less than $551. So uh, just to, to clarify for those wondering, I mean, it's kind of uh, an and sort of logic question here. First, the price has to be announced. And then if it yeah. is announced, is it less than 551? So people could have said no for, for two reasons. If it's more than $551 or if the price is not announced at all, where did you come down on this? I think it's got to be 500 or under. Mm-hmm. The last console they announced as being $500 uh, wound up being a PR garbage fire for many other reasons, of course, but they probably want to avoid the stigma of 500 US dollars mm-hmm. or, or more, I suppose. I think 500 is probably kind of pushing it when it comes to how cheap this thing is going to be or could possibly be. But I also think that if it's more than $500, then you might as well just buy a PC at that point. Right, right. So, and that's going to be their yeah. their big messaging struggle. I mean, where do you fall between if you have the gaming PC already, do you need the top-of-the-line console? If you just want to put it in and have it work and not worry about drivers and things like that, uh, you and 64% of people said yes. And I would say yes as well. I think there could be a couple SKUs, which is interesting. I mean, like how they did with Xbox One S, they had the different tiers with hard drives and things like that. Um, yep. I, I think starting at 500 would be a good way to go. I think that that makes sense because they've already marketed this as a premium product. That it's, it's not going to be cheap. I think people who are looking for starting at $400 are kidding themselves. This It's a totally... Yep whole other tier up there but if they're talking you know it starts at six hundred dollars like i think you you missed the plot entirely if you go to logical increments it's a website that helps you build pcs and things like that they actually recently uh, did an article about building a project scorpio killer so they assembled a list of parts that could play modern games at their goal was 4k 30 frames per second and they did so with about a $650 budget. Interesting. So if Microsoft can't beat that, then they're in trouble. So I think $500 is probably a good ballpark estimate for what they're going for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they've, they've got to mention it. If it comes out of the conference and it's still lingering of what the price is going to be after you show all these games better on Scorpio or Xbox One S or you know, all, the, all these other things, you know. If it comes out of the conference and we don't know a price, I think there's some big, big questions there. And that's that's I think it should be yes, and hopefully under that 551 point. Now, as far as Halo goes, will a new Halo game or remake, not an expansion or DLC, be revealed? I can't remember how I answered this question exactly. I think I said yes. Because A, most of their catalog has come to PC, so I think it would be foolish for for them not to make a big deal of hey we're bringing master chief collection to windows store or whatever uh although i don't know if that counts really uh for this question hmm. but you know they still have to finish the sequel trilogy they have to finish four five and six and i think now is the time for them to say all right we've got a brand new sort of half generational step now's the time to introduce halo six i think it would be a good idea to have a trailer like they did for Halo 5 where it's 
It's not saying like Halo 5 Guardians or anything like that, but it was the trailer where a figure's walking in a desert and a robed figure and this beast pops up and the cloak pulls back and it's Master Chief. And that's what they said, you know, Halo on Xbox One. I think something like that would be would be great. That's all they have to do is they just have to play the theme of like. Oh, yeah, you you kill it there. Yeah. And then just have 2018. And that's all they have to do. Mm-hmm. That's really all. They need. Yeah, I, I would agree. Now they have the there's the news story kind of going up against that where they had uh, people from three four three kind of going on Reddit and things like that and saying, oh, we're not bringing Halo Six uh, to E three and maybe we'll bring something a little extra. I really honestly don't. I mean, I mean, I'm not a Halo person, so I don't really follow a whole lot of that stuff. Uh, half of me is just expecting three four three to just show up and be like. Only two. We don't care. <laughs> but that'd be something. Um, and I wonder if it's just you know PR yeah, speak people, that's just lying. You know, trying to cover the surprise a bit. So I, I do wonder. Fifty-five uh, percent of people said yes that a new game or remake uh, will be revealed. People who are still wondering in the queue what your key for prediction is going to be, you can have only two. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's free. Yeah, so I mean, I think the big thought is maybe there'll be DLC for Halo Wars 2 announced or, or something like that. But they need something Halo related, and I'm glad they'll be there, but they need they need to bring out the games, which is, well, we'll, we'll transition to the next one here. I, I said no for what it's worth on Halo. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a new game, whatever. I think it'll be more like, here's an expansion for something like Halo Wars 2. Other games, though, for Microsoft's platform. Will two of the following three, Crackdown 3, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, receive specific release dates. Nah, I don't think so. One of them, maybe. I have a feeling that they might um, have something for State of Decay 2, but I think that um, Crackdown and Sea of Thieves are probably still a little bit too far off for specific release dates. Yeah, I I said no here, personally. Uh, I think we're going to get release windows for all of them, maybe release month, something like that, or just, you know, this holiday, something like that. I think it's a bit much to say specific release dates. I would hope maybe state of decay two would, if any of them get a specific release date, I think it would be that. Um, But you know, you're, you're in betas and all that with sea of thieves. They should at least have news there. And the crackdown three is going to be the real interesting one uh, because Mm -hmm. that game was, was three years ago, two years ago. That we we first saw two it. years ago, I think. Yeah, and we're yeah. we're first seeing it kind of pitched as you know taking advantage of the cloud computing on Xbox One, <laughs> and now it's going to be the raw power and like has the game kind of changed focus? Has it changed its look since then? That'll be really interesting to see what the uh, what the game actually looks like now. Has it gone the way of Scalebound? Right. Oh, I hope not. No, for for their sake, they're they're running out of games. They can't start canceling things now. Fifty-five uh, percent yep. of people said yes that two of those three will get specific release dates. And as far as the other big, you know, kind of first-party game that people expect to be announced, I think overall, will a racing game specifically titled Forza Motorsport Seven be announced? Nah, I don't think so. I think it might be a little too... I, I can't even remember when Forza 6 came out. Was it last year? Uh, two years ago. So last year was Horizon 3. 
And then two years ago was Motorsport 6. I think either last year or this year is when they released it on PC. So it's kind of a little blurry in my head. Right. They did something Uh, like Apex um, or something like that to bring it to to Windows 10. Yeah. Right. Uh, Basically, my point is that I think that that it might be a little too soon after Horizon 3. Hmm. But again, I'm not sure I wouldn't be surprised to see it there just to be like, I mean, because cars are racing games are fantastic ways to show off new hardware. Cars are a very easy thing to emulate in a 3D gaming environment. So, you know, if they want to show off Project Scorpio and how powerful graphically it is, they'd be like, whoa, look at how cool this supercar looks in 4K. And I'll just let the crowd take it from there, I guess. Yeah, so. when they when they talked about all the tech specs and they got Digital Foundry involved to show off, you know, the the meat and bones of Scorpio under the hood, as it were, <laughs> almost you know a car uh, comparison. There, they they showed you know the latest Forza build running on Scorpio, and I'd imagine it would be for a new game. Now I don't know if it's they're making like some big platform, or whatever. I first almost said no because i thought well maybe it'll it'll be renamed to something else like forza motorsport x if it's xbox one x like that would be an interesting way to title it but then you got to consider you know the game has to be kind of cross compatible against all versions of xbox one and so in the end i I ended up saying yes Uh, 27 percent of people who entered our contest said yes for this question, I think we'll see Forza, and yeah, I think it'll be Motorsport Seven. I, I was I was hesitant to not say that it will be titled Seven, uh, but you know, I think we've seen enough of Forza running on Scorpio to believe that it's a thing. Uh, they'll they'll probably in, title it as such. In some though. capacity, we will see a car rise up onto the stage. <laughs> yeah, I remember that was a question for kind of last year when I was I was still doing like written versions on rhymeswithasia.com I remember like will a live car like be on the stage for for Horizon 3 that was, that was certainly interesting if not Microsoft then Sony surely because they're doing a new Gran Turismo right Gran Turismo has to kind of shit over or get off the pot you know so to speak like that has to be this year for sure Next question from Microsoft. Will a brand new first party intellectual property be announced? I think so. I think that after, as we were talking about before, uh, Microsoft is kind of running low on IPs here. I mean, they canceled Scalebound. They, um, we, like, uh, Crackdown is sort of floating in uncertainty, and we don't know what's going to happen with Sea of, sea of Thieves. And uh, what was the up? State of Decay 2. Yeah, See, I almost yeah. forgot the other one. Yeah, because so, State of Decay wasn't a big deal, but then suddenly last year, it's just like, oh, it, it's bigger and better. And zombies. Yeah. So I think it would be wise for them to say, even though, j- j- just take a studio and be like, hey, this game's coming only to Xbox One. And even if people are like, oh, it'll go the route of scale bound, then, but I think it would be smart of Microsoft to have a new IP ready to go for Scorpio and just 2017 in general. I think we talked about this on a past episode of the show, but Microsoft needs to open up their studio portfolio and I think at least show what everyone's working on. We don't even know technically like all of the studios in the portfolio. It's not like Sony where they have them all laid out and you can branch, you know, each and say, you know, what is this team working on? Uh, I think, I think one has to come. Now, 18% of people into the contest said yes. I say yes as well. I mean, 
it has to be done. Like Microsoft needs games. Yep. They need new games. They need more than just the Halo, the Gears, the Forza. Uh, like there right. needs to be more. And I was watching, uh, you know, past reactions to E3 and something like that. And when they were talking about is, you know, the best, you know, year to play games on Xbox. And they had that <laughs> opening little montage with the man of steel song and fable legends was in there of all things, which was funny. Uh, but and one of those games, yeah, all the other ones anyway. Yeah. And then they, and they talk about, you know, tomb Raider and like the question could be, you know, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, there's thoughts that you know, they've mentioned before it's going to you know miss this year's E3, but is that just a ruse? Who knows? Um, but yeah, they need something. I, I say uh-huh. yes. They've got to show what the studios are working on. There's got to be something new in there. I wholeheartedly agree. Next question. Will Cuphead or Below have a new trailer shown during the conference? I think so. Like if only just to announce, hey, it's coming this year. Because they've been in development for how long now? That's mm-hmm. quite some time. Yeah, below um, 2013, 2014. Yeah, like it's, since the Xbox One's announcement. I think so. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Cuphead. And, and Cuphead wasn't uh, too long after that, I think. Yeah, I think it's got to be 2014 or 2015. It's it's sometime around there. It's and, It's been a while. And Cuphead, I understand kind of because they are meticulously animating this game like almost frame by frame right and so i can understand if it's taking them a while to sort of get it out there but we've got to know at least they can't just be here for the what is third or fourth year in a row and just be like yeah cuphead's still coming sometime yeah last year it was the matter of they finally showed the side scrolling action and then people weren't digging it so they're like okay we'll we'll rework it uh i said yes here 46 percent of our contest entrants said yes as well uh i think it would be a baller move if for cuphead in particular they show it and they say the drop the bomb of and it's out right now uh that would be that would be awesome yeah. uh below uh, gosh for cappy games i'm i'm not sure where that's at uh, i think that would be. You I know, hardly even remember what below even is anymore. Right, right. It's been a while. So I think if anything, Cuphead shows a trailer, and I, I think I'm not saying you know big boss prediction or anything like that, but you know that'd be pretty awesome. If they're like out right now, out today. That'd be that'd be great. Will yep. Minecraft have its own dedicated segment during the conference? I don't think so. I don't want to say people are over Minecraft because it's they're obviously not. People are still playing it. But what else new can you do with it? <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe they'll have like uh, like a montage footage of like, oh, here's an Xbox One game that performs better on Scorpio. But what else? <laughs> really? There was the Minecraft presentation of it working with HoloLens. And that was augmented reality. I think it's going to go hand in hand with the next question of, you know, what is Microsoft's plan for VR? Are they just going to continue to go the route of we're going to partner with Oculus, even though Oculus is having some struggles as a company, or we're going to do some things with Vive maybe, or here are certain headsets that will give certain partnerships with. If Microsoft gives a sort of Minecraft VR sort of presentation at the show to supplement these kind of talks. 
I think that would be key, and that'd be where uh, we see it. I mean, because they have to keep bringing up Minecraft, right? You you paid two billion dollars to acquire the rights <laughs> to it. It's it's one of the That's biggest right. games in the world with one of the highest you know sales rates. You have to talk about it. It would be kind of uh, funny if they were like, well. Minecraft is coming to Oculus VR, and that kind of came full circle again. Nine mm percent -hmm. of people said yes. Nine percent. So I say yes. Uh, it kind of transitions into the next one. Like, let's get right into it. Then, will virtual or augmented reality be mentioned during the conference? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I answered no in regards to this, but. <sighs> nobody knows and that's the problem and my prediction is less a matter of will they or won't they and more a matter of they need to clarify will they or won't they mm -hmm. because when it comes to playstation and valve and oculus vr has come it's here it's ready to go it's it's a thing now and microsoft needs to tell people either hey uh, we're going to be working with Oculus to bring Project Scorpio games to VR or just be like, nah, I just not mention it. I think it makes all too much sense if you're talking about Project Scorpio, Xbox One X, Xbox One Elite, whatever it ends up being called. When you're talking about a box that's giving you unparalleled power in the console space, I think it is a no-brainer to mention some sort of VR or augmented reality, whether it's partnership, whether they're doing their own thing. Uh, I think you got to talk about it. it it's going to be one of the, the big things this year. Uh, or, you know, is it's going to be a matter of is VR just uh, it's there, but, you know, maybe at a certain price point. And yeah, again, like when you're talking about price points, like that's where you're talking about Scorpio here. So I said, yes, 82% of people said yes. Um, I, I would be really I interested were, to see what they're talking about here. A part of me just worries that the ship has sailed. That's all. Mm, if they're already too Does late. Mean, yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. And finally for Microsoft, will Phil Spencer change his lowest layered shirt during the conference? So we had to clarify that uh, this year in particular, because I think it was last <laughs> year where he just, he just put a started the t-shirt and he put on a blazer and, like, yeah, I guess that's changing your outfit, but not really. There was the one year where he was changing T-shirts backstage to represent different companies. So if he goes T-shirt, the lowest layered shirt he's got, does he change that shirt? I said yes, just for the hell of it. I'll pro probably be wrong. but <laughs> Well, 82% of people said yes. So you were, you were in quite the majority <laughs> there. I say no. Uh, I think it's going to go, you know blazer look and you know he'll show off something but you know maybe blazer on and off and that's probably it well dqp um, thank you for joining us i know you calling in from work on, on some downtime there all the way from alaska really appreciate that uh anything you'd like to plug um to my youtube fans who are somehow listening i know it seems like i've kind of dropped off the face of the earth i'm moving oh boy i am playing persona 5 and I'm working on a video essay on Paper Mario, so I've been busy. That's kind of why my channel's been kind of down for a month. So uh, I guess I'll just drop my Big Boss prediction and Kiefer prediction. Absolutely. Let's right get to the Big Boss and Kiefer here. Big Boss, I've mentioned before many times. Uh, I, think, I think From Software is going to be behind the next Metroid game. 
Interesting. That that's definitely a big boss prediction. And Kiefer, Microsoft comes out. They say, "Hey, Oculus VR is going to work with Project Scorpio, and we're going to show off our next game to do it." Screen goes to black. We see this sort of PT Resident Evil Seven looking game. A guy crawling, walking through this hallway sort of being creeped out everything's dark and then finally he opens the door the screen goes black there's a large penetrating scream and finally we see on the screen frog fractions three. Oh no <laughs> frog fractions three in vr announced for oculus vr at microsoft's conference that's that's what we're talking about when we're talking key for predictions they're gonna call back all right, I'm going to take that and run. Well, thank, so. thank you so much. Appreciate the time, and have a great E3. You too. Joining us from Colorado, Zero Ranma, welcome back to the Power Switch. Ew. Hey, hey, we're here to talk about Sony and their PlayStation conference. Uh, any thoughts going into it? I'm, I'm really interested to see what Sony has to do. I saw something on the internet that was kind of just, you know, this sort of insider look, and they're saying, like, you know, I looked at the, you know, what Sony has to offer for their show and like, it's crazy. I don't know how they could pull a show like this together. I'm like, nope, don't, don't get me too hyped. Like <laughs> they've had the yeah, year of dreams I mean, in the past. Like, I don't know how much better they can get, I mean, especially with so many games last yeah. year with the live orchestra. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah. Cause I went to the, um, I went to the E3 experience at theaters. Mm hmm. That was something else. Yeah, uh, it's kind of rem- reminiscent of uh, when Nintendo did that for the 25th anniversary of Zelda. And they had that uh, orchestra kind of open up. The rest of the conference uh, for that one not so great. But yeah, I mean, I was watching that for last year, just watching it again, and that was yeah, that was chilling. That was so so good. Um, I think they need to keep the pacing kind of like like last year. I think they should have listened to how well received that was with you know game 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 just keep it going like that was i think the ideal kind of pacing for an e3 show from a viewer's perspective right but let's get into the questions here we'll start with will new playstation hardware that is a console a handheld or vr 2.0 be announced oh boy i said yes for this. interesting I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's time for a new handheld to be honest I think that would be really awesome. I would love a successor to PlayStation Vita. Now you can say what you will about Nintendo Switch, how it's kind of taken up the mantle. Uh, in many ways it has. But PlayStation Vita is such a good system. If you own it, you love it. Uh, it's just it's one of those pieces of tech. And if you bring something more powerful that is working directly in tandem with PS4 and not kind of stuck in the middle of a PS3 time and then before the messaging of gamers first with PS4, you know, I think rethinking that and just doing a new handheld from scratch would be an awesome idea. Now, I don't know if they're ready at that stage to announce it, especially when they need to keep pushing the software. They're, they need to focus I, on if VR is really going to be a thing going forward. I think forward for they'll them. announce it, but they won't have a date for it. Mm, 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 no. Interesting. Yeah, they'll say... We're going to show you this. It's in the works. It's not ready yet, but this is our plans for it. Yeah, take an approach like, like uh, Microsoft did with Project Scorpio last year. I think that would be really interesting. You know, talk about it, that it exists. We're trying to do this with it, but you're going to have to wait until yeah, next year. I'm, 
I'm thinking they're they're gonna want to try and do something absurd. Like they'll want to push like higher definition games on portable or whatever. But I don't think it anything would be ready for this year. Yeah, yeah, that sounds really interesting. I I would love an announcement like that. That would be that'd be megaton bombshell sort of quality there. I I don't think it'd be VR 2.0. I think it's still too early for that. No, and you know, coming VR off of just yeah. came out last yeah. year. Yeah, so it's it's way too early. They're just gonna keep chugging out games for that first and coming off of ps4 pro there's no way they're making another skew to try to up the level to compete with scorpio so yeah if anything i'd say it's a handheld 27 percent of people said yes for our contest i said no uh just because i think it needs to be another game focused year but man i would i would love a handheld announcement from sony next question here will god of war receive a 2017 release window nope no interesting why do you think that i just don't think it would be released this year in my opinion i don't know it feels like what i say is there's too much coming out this year i don't think so but at the same time do i think this game is like fully ready or will be ready by this year no mm-hmm. uh, that's that's really interesting uh i said no as well but 55 percent of people said yes if I had to peg something on it, I, I'd say, you know, early 2018. I think this makes sense yeah. as a February game. They saw how well Horizon did in that slot this year. Put God of War there. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll have Gran Turismo Sport, hopefully for the fall. You know, that's, that's saying a lot with Gran Turismo release dates. But uh, I, I think, you know, early 2018, whether it's, yeah. you know, February, March, somewhere in there, that wouldn't make yeah, and that sense. in that legendary hell window that we had, yeah, from yeah, this, oh gosh, like this year, yeah, if man, if that gets repeated next year, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> Though you know, artwork on the side of buildings in LA—that's always part of the interesting thing when E3 starts and the weeks leading up to it—is you see the murals start to go up. Uh, it's yeah. kind of how we saw Gwent be revealed last year, the Witcher card game. Uh, Mm -hmm. So Battlefront 2 has already gone up and uh, there's already been a a screenshot of God of W and it's obviously God of War, but something's going up for that as well. So it'll be a big game. This show, Uh, you got to show more details with that. It'll obviously be there, but yeah, I think early 2018 makes most sense. Right. Next question. Will gameplay footage of Spider-Man be shown? I said yes for this one. I think the timing would be pretty good given that the Spider-Man movie's coming out like in a month yeah it would make sense to show gameplay footage yeah, i i totally like, agree it probably won't be too much but you know just something like a short one minute trailer show some gameplay or whatever right and i think by this we kind of mean that you know, we saw kind of i think you know, the kind of concept gameplay what it, it's meant to look like in last year's trailer didn't even have a title last year. It was just you know, showing the Spider-Man logo, hashtag Spider-Man PS4. Uh, I hope we get some sort of at least title this year. Um, yeah. But I think you're right. With with the timing of the Sony Pictures film with Spider-Man Homecoming, that being so soon, uh, show us where that game is at. It's not going to be this year that it comes out. Let's, let's be clear there. Uh, but I think showing you know actual gameplay, what's the gameplay like from Insomniac, you know, is it similar in a sense to Sunset Overdrive coming over or is it, you know, how does it get comparisons to Ratchet and Clank or is it really a Spider-Man game like people have always wanted with the swinging done properly? Is it Spider-Man 2? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Spider-Man. Exactly. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Uh, so 91% of people said yes, that we'll see gameplay footage. I'm among that. I think 
that's something they got to show. They have to show that this year, and that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Will The Last of Us Part 2 have a trailer or demo shown during the conference? I'm pretty sure that's going to open the conference. Sony's thing with the conferences is usually they try and have a strong opener for it. Like, at the end of the conference last year, they teased, oh yeah, uh, Last of Us Part 2. I'm willing to bet they'll open it up with Last of Us Part 2 just to kind of connect them or something, you know? They usually try and open with something really strong for these conferences, and pretty sure Last of Us would do it. So here's the thing with this one. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 ended the conference at PSX. I mean, six months ago? That was when it was shown? Now, that game is still very, very early. I don't think we'll see it at all. I think Neil... And it's, I don't think Bruce is working out, but Neil Druckmann, like, and his team have to just go to work on it. And, you know, just they'll, you know, maybe they'll say, like, oh, yeah, we have it coming, but I don't think we'll see any trailer or demo or anything like that. Uh, yeah, last year's E3 kind of ended strangely when it was showing Days Gone again. Uh, that led people to think, like, was Red Dead Redemption 2 supposed to be there? And the timing with the Orlando nightclub shooting kind of, you know, put off the whole, you know, violence aspect to it. of our contest entrants said that there will be a trailer or demo shown for The Last of Us Part 2. I don't think it'll be the case. I think it's still too soon from PSX. I mean, PSX was what? Six months ago? Yeah, December. I mean, that's a lot of time. It is is quite some time. They've been doing some uh, motion capture work. They've been seeing pictures from the cast. They're working hard on it. That's for sure. But... uh, I'm I'm not sure if this is the time to show it again so soon. But then again, you know, Death Stranding last year was was shown again, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. Will Sucker Punch reveal their PlayStation 4 game? Uh I said yes for this. Maybe new infamous game, I don't know. Yeah, I think this is this is the last studio that has to show what they're working on. So I said yes for a matter of principle there. Uh, I would say it's a new IP, if anything. I don't think you know Infamous is ready to come back yet. Uh, it was interesting with the the speculation last year, like, well, Sucker Punch would make a lot of sense for the Spider-Man game, and then Insomniac coming out of nowhere for it to be that developer. Um, I do think we see the game. I think it's it's a new IP. Don't know how far out it is, or you know how far along it is. But 46% of people said yes. I, I think we do see it. It's just it's just that missing piece. We talked about it in the last segment here where Sony has all of their worldwide studios kind of laid out and you can tell what they're doing. But Sucker Punch, after Infamous First Light, has kind of gone dark. And so we need to see what, what's there. Will more than one PlayStation VR game that is not an add-on experience to another title receive a trailer during the conference more than one i said yes just because i remember last year with the vr stuff that they were showing off there was quite a bit last year Mm -hmm. and i'm sure people they want to get this thing sold so they're going to keep developing more things for it yeah i think that makes a lot of sense i'm just being a little skeptical i think maybe we'll get one really good one and then will they be good right question <laughs> right and, and maybe like we'll get like a montage and i'm not sure if 
how we'll judge that if that's the case of here are other VR games coming to the platform. Montage, yeah, maybe count them as like, I don't know, a quarter of one. Yeah, it, it, it's hard if, to if say. There's got to be some presence there. I'm just not sure it's more than one. So I personally said no, but 73% of people said yes. So yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with, with PlayStation VR. That's That's a platform that they've launched and it seems to be doing rather well for their supply and sales expectations. However, you know, it's, but they need something yeah, to push it further. They need the first party working on it. Like they can't just have say like, Oh, and by the way, star Wars battlefront two will have an extra mode exclusively to PlayStation and PlayStation VR. Like that doesn't cut it. Yeah. I remember that final fantasy 15 extra <laughs> mode that was supposed to happen. And then it demoed poorly and it, never happened <laughs> I see I remember it and then when people are talking about it on different podcasts it's like oh yeah that never did come out did it <laughs> will Bloodborne 2 be announced I said no I figured I had too many yeses on this one so I just said no for this mm. a lot of people are saying like this is a no brainer and I'm not so sure on that now in our community we had 27% of people say yes um, I, I think you know, maybe from software is working on a game. Maybe it is for PS4. There are the rumors, you know, posts on NeoGAF where it's something called Phantom Whale. And then it's, you know, it is Souls-like, but use like your bare fists and something like that. I wonder how accurate that is. We'll have to see when the show comes. Uh, but I don't think we're getting Bloodborne 2 specifically. If it's if it's yeah. a from software game on PS4. I think that kind of ship if has they passed. they go with something new, that'd be nice. But yeah, it's just probably not a sequel mm -hmm. no it's just really interesting to see all the people saying like oh it's, it's gonna happen it's gotta happen like you gotta kind of I mean, listen to what the developers are saying where they are at with those souls games so will red dead redemption 2 have a trailer or demo shown during the conference i said no because i don't think it would be shown during this conference mm. i think red dead 2 would be shown during microsoft in my opinion Really? I mean, they've had the trailers kind of saying that there's going to be some exclusive content going to PlayStation. I I kind of think that may be where the marketing dollars are going. But it's always possible if Microsoft's like, here, we're going to throw some extra money to kind of get it that way. Now, this question has kind of taken a different turn ever since there was the announcement that it got delayed till 2018. And I think before people might have said, you know, that, yes, this, this makes a whole lot of sense uh, with that delay. Uh, I say no. 55% of people say yes in our community. Um, it would be it'd be interesting to see. I did not expect the the Microsoft take, but you know that would certainly be a surprise. I don't think it would be at Sony's conference specifically. Maybe they just show it in general at E3 or at a different conference, but yeah. not specifically with Sony. Yeah, it's always usually... You know, Rockstar's mo to say that you know we got this. Like we can drop a trailer and it'll just you know take over the gaming world basically. Or you know we show it on you know NBA Finals are going on right now. Maybe we show it during that. So it's it's interesting to think about. Uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption Two. You know, the, the stills look great. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing that game when it comes out in 2018. But uh, I don't think we see it at E3 like this. Will yeah. a new celebrity be confirmed to appear in Death Stranding? Yes. Mm -hmm. Do I think it's the one, any of the ones that uh, people are speculating? 
No, because I think that's just Kojima doing what Kojima does, which is just trolling people. <laughs> so obviously we got to put it out there that if there is one, the, the odds on chances and the odds on favorite, it would be Emma Stone. And that would be great. I would love to see it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure we see one again this year. I think this is a game that kind of needs to go away and figure itself out. Like what is the actual gameplay? But you know, they, they brought Kojima over for the exclusivity. Keep trotting him out. Keep bringing him down that that walk of light sort of stage. So I, I'd be good with seeing it. I'm just not sure we see another celebrity. So even though 72% of people said yes, I said no. All right. But, yeah, I mean, Emma Stone would be awesome. Let's be real. I mean, if if it wasn't Emma Stone, who would you think it would be? Just pick, make a guess. Um. I, I can't I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now. You probably just pull someone out of the blue yeah. that no one would expect. It would be crazy if it were like La La Land co-star Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really funny. Uh, and finally with Sony, will the phrase US dollars be said at any time during the conference? Um, I said no. How often have you put this question up for your E3 contest? Every year. Every How year. often has it been true? Maybe once. I think there was one weird time where it was like, like, why did they do that? But yeah, it's often a no. Uh, 27% of people said yes. I said no. Uh, it's generally the trend. But it's one of these uh, these questions that we carry over just because. And it's, it's always fun to do that. So Zero Ranma, thank you for calling in. Uh, anything you'd like to plug, we can find you on Twitter at Zero Ranma. Yeah, that's about it. I'd I have nothing. I don't even go on my Twitter. Okay. Well, let's get to it. Your big boss and your key for predictions. Okay. Well, let's keep things Sony relevant. With my big boss, I think during this Sony conference, we're going to get a trailer and a release date that's probably not true, but that probably won't happen because delays always happen. But we'll get a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3. Ooh, that would be be big. Like I said, I'm pretty sure it'll be delayed as hell. Yeah. Because that's what always happens. But would a 2018 just count? I would say like late 2018. Ooh, okay. Okay. Trailer and and release date for for Kingdom Hearts 3, late 2018. That's big boss. And then for my key for prediction to continue on that, at the end of the Kingdom Hearts trailer, we're just going to hear a. Oh, that's it. They won't show a damn thing. They'll just put that there and leave and let everyone blow the fuck up about. Oh, that. man. Darth Vader <laughs> confirming Star Wars in Kingdom Hearts three key for prediction. I'll do my job. You people better start doing yours. All right. That's awesome, man. Zero Radma, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great E3. Yeah, same to you. All right. Joining us from Illinois, Video Game Guru 64. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Good to be back. Absolutely. Here to talk about Nintendo at E3. Now, with our callers that we have arranged, we have two people to talk about Nintendo. We'll get you here on the first half of the questions, then we'll get our next caller in. But thank you for calling in. Let's Let's start right away here. Will two of the following three, Super Smash Brothers, Super Mario Maker, or Xenoblade Chronicles X, have Switch ports confirmed? Well, I said yes. I think Super Mario Maker and maybe Smash, since the uh, Just Thomas incident was. But 
Yeah. Yeah, so uh, 27% of people said yes. And I'm right there with you. I'm going to be optimistic on this one. It was quite a mess with, as you referred to, uh, the the fake Smash Brothers Switch screens that got popped up. It's it's kind of rough being in that community and you're falling for fakes like the Rayman leak and then with the situation with Josh Thomas. I, it just, it's not... Not cool, man. Job. You know, I guess so. I mean, so did, so did the Rayman guy, right? And then he used it yeah. to plug his YouTube channel and all that stuff, Smashified. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's <laughs> it's not fair to, to play on that community in particular. That community has been burned so many times by, by bad leaks. And so with the ESRB leak, there was a part that was just like, I, I want to believe it makes sense. Uh, but then when you start looking at the breakdowns of, oh, well, Koopa junior is not there like it's it's supposedly japanese screenshots but it's not koopa junior it's bowser junior and then when you're talking about smash run and it changes how the game works and all that so there were yeah some doubts and, a little and, early and but yoshi uh doesn't have a shadow oh yeah the, well yeah that's a test yeah. mode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know early on like i i, I want to believe because i think it's 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 a definite that smash for switch exists uh, now, when will it be revealed? Yeah. You know, who's to say? Uh, I think I'm with you. It's it's got to be Smash. It's got to be Mario Maker. At least, you know, get all the ports out of the way. Let's let's talk about them. If they have to release next year, fine. But let's get the Wii U ports kind of out of the way, and then you can eventually talk about you know Nintendo Switch games. Uh, so, if Smash is revealed, you know, I think it's kind of common knowledge an easy prediction to say oh it's going to be the wii u stage it's going to be the 3ds stages and modes all of them come together in one deluxe package with all the dlc characters i think that's a given if there are new characters how many and which ones i think they would probably be just three Hmm. because if they they're uh, continuing on that uh smash four there's probably just going to be three because there's way too many uh, characters in Smash 4. Yeah. So it's like Ice Climbers, Inkling, and um, one other character. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're pretty much right on as far as my line of thinking as well. I think there's going to be two. uh, And as you say, I think it's Ice Climbers. You got to bring back those assets, kind of right that wrong there uh, that, you know, had 3DS holding that back. And then Inkling makes too much sense. If they don't show Inkling now, you know, wait for a Splatoon 2 Direct and then say, oh, and by the way, one more thing. Inkling is in Smash. Like, it makes so much sense. And I know Nintendo hasn't, you know, done the best when it comes to making sense. I mean, we can look at those headphones and the cord wrangling. Like, that is a, a whole hassle. But, you know, I think at least talk about that. That would be really interesting. So, yeah, I say yes. You say yes. 27% of people, though, say yes for the two of those three. Next question. Will a new Pokemon game be announced exclusively for Switch? Yes. The reason for that is I feel like the Pokemon Stars rumors is just too much. Like, we're not going to be Pokemon Stars. It's probably going to be Pokemon Eclipse. Hmm. That's interesting. I, I didn't consider that name. That's that's uh, interesting to consider. Uh, I think, you know, I, I agree with you. The stars rumors are too much out there 
to not be you know nothing. Uh, there's even the artwork with you know the reach for the stars or whatever that artwork was with the Pikachu and the telescope and all that. Something's there. Um, I said no though because we talked about it on a, a past episode. I think it was uh, was Matt who called in and we were saying you can't ignore the 3DS market if it's Pokemon yeah. Stars. That that's still too much money to leave on the table, and so. I think it would be an interesting move to say if it were, you know, 3D or if it were Switch exclusive for Pokemon Stars, that'd be a bold move. But considering Game Freak is on its own, their second what? party, they'll want the money. I think the big difference is, I think it's going to be both for Switch and 3DS. But what are the differences between the two SKUs? Like, what okay. is what makes it worth getting on Switch? Okay. Uh, you can connect 3DS and Switch games together because Monster Hunter Double Cross uh, is doing that. Mm-hmm. So, you can uh, have probably your old uh, connect to the new Eclipse version on the Switch. Never know. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. Um, so let's see. We had twenty-seven percent of people say yes. Uh, so I, that would be bold. That would be really bold. I, I think. Yeah, I think it will be Pokemon Stars or Eclipse or what have you. I don't think it's going to be surprise. It's not the RPG you want, but a Pokemon spinoff. I think that would be you know, that'd be a the, terrible the, troll. They might uh, bring is uh, Pokemon Tournament uh, the uh, complete collection yeah. or something. I could definitely see that too. There's you know talk about what the Hori Fighting Stick and if it's meant for for Pokemon Tournament, bring that as well. Absolutely. Um, so. I don't think that would count as a new Pokemon game. That'd so just be it'd be a port. No, um, but yeah, bring on stars, Eclipse, what have you. But it's going to be on both. I, I'd say you know, get ready for that. Brace for that. Will an Animal Crossing or an F-Zero game be revealed for Switch? I said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's too early. Uh, 18% it's of people early. said yes. I, I would love to see an Animal Crossing game on Switch. It makes so much sense. I was looking back on an old highlight and I was so excited to see Animal Crossing on Wii U and then my hopes were crushed when it was Amiibo yep. Festival <laughs> yep. and I, I I want an Animal Crossing on Switch so badly it makes too much sense but I think it's I think it's a matter of get the first year ports out of the way Animal Crossing has to be a must for E3 next year but if, if they want to bring it to this year's E3 uh, by all means so I said yeah. no I think it's a next year game yeah and as far as F-Zero goes, uh, you know, we, we've talked before with, you know, Fast RMX and, you know, maybe does Shinen kind of take up the, the rights there? Uh, you could even throw in talk about GameCube Virtual Console and would that count for if they did like F-Zero GX? I don't think so. I think we we're talking, you know, new no. game for Switch here. It will be F-Zero AF. Mm-hmm. It, it, was it AF or AX? AX. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. <laughs> that makes the, me think it's F Zero AF as fuck. Arcade version. Yeah. 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 No, that that'd be that'd be something. I, I agree with you though. I think it's it's not this year. Uh, maybe in the plans for next year, but I think this year is, is too early. So yeah, eighteen percent of people said yes. Will a new series of amiibo be revealed? I said yes. Many other people also said yes. 100% of contest entrants said yes for a new <laughs> Amiibo line. 
Uh, if it is, you know, what do you think it'll be? I want to say Kobe, but they already had that new Kobe line. Mm-hmm, right. Well, well, here's a bold one for you. Uh, what if it's Pokemon? What if Pokemon to the Switch brings Amiibo and Amiibo functionality, things like that? I think that would be that'd be quite the announcement. Uh, that, <laughs> and then you know, goodbye money, and if that's the case. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, Pokemon Company doesn't want to do that, though. Kind of uh, asking more money of the people that already spent tons of money on card games, on uh, video games. It's an interesting thought. Uh, I think, you know, as far as like the free market goes, you know, put it out there and let the market decide. I think that would be telling. I mean, they've had those for Smash Brothers. You have Pokemon Amiibo kind of there. It goes back to the whole idea that in the coding for the Amiibo, each of the Pokemon Smash characters are marked with their Pokedex number to suggest that like maybe more will come at some time. Uh, it's, it's interesting to think about. I mean, I think it's really surprising actually that ARMS has not had any Amiibo announced yet. I think that's unusual. Maybe it's just being cautious yeah. on a new IP. Uh, but yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to see ARMS Amiibo, especially how they handle the gangly ARMS there, <laughs> how, to, how they uh, set that up. That'd be interesting to see for sure. All right, next question here. Will Mother 3 be announced for Switch? I said yes. Me too. I'm glad we're optimistic here. Uh, 18% of people said yes, so not too many people think that's the case. But, man, if if not now, then when, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, the Virtual Console? Yeah, Virtual Console would be an interesting place to see that game. You know, if the Virtual Console plans come together, and that's a big if there. Um, but I think it's just one of those cases of where Mother 3 is just one of the worst-kept secrets uh, in the game industry that... You know, a translation's been done in Europe overseas, and it's just a matter of when is the right time to do it. Uh, I, I think we got to see it. Let's let's see Mother Three. All right, Video Game Guru sixty four. We can find you on Twitter at that handle. Uh, let's hear your big boss and your Kiefer predictions. I guess my big boss prediction is um, Far Cry uh, Five. You won't be playing as uh, the guy in the promo, uh, you you will be playing as the goal in that uh, promo art. Interesting. Uh, that's that's a pretty big boss prediction. I think with that one in particular, I I want to say there's it's been kind of mixed messages in the media. Some have said that like you'll get to customize your character this time around, so you'll be like either a male or a female, and you can change your skin tone uh, depending on that. But if they if they went and did that, because it's not necessarily a confirmed report, I, some people are saying like, wait, wait, what? Uh, but yeah, that'd be that'd be a big prediction. What about your your Kiefer, outlandishly crazy? Well, I just thought of it. Uh, my Kifu prediction, a new Ice Climber game. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe M-rated. New Ice Climber game. That is, that's a Kifu prediction. I thought I paid my dues. Yeah. Yeah, why would they bring that back? I Because they're bringing it back in Smash. That's oh, there you go. There you go. All right. I can see it now. <laughs> 
I'll have it's all connected. It's all with the synergy there. That's and, very interesting. And, and the director on that will be Sakurai. Oh my gosh! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what else is he even up to? <laughs> Working on Ice Climber Switch, obviously. <laughs> all right, Video yes. Game Guru sixty four. Thank you so much for calling in. Anything you like to plug? No. No. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in. Hope you have a great E three, man. Yep. You too. Joining us from New Jersey, Matt. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Hello. Hello. Let's talk some more Nintendo here. I know. I figured a lot of people would like to talk about Nintendo, so we had you know more callers to get you in here. We're going to start with: Will the price of Switch's online service be announced as less than twenty six dollars annually? Uh, I think it'll be about 60, you know, <laughs> something around that. Yeah, they'll go on the same level as uh, PSN and Xbox Live there. Uh, well, we do know now that the, the rumored 20 was about the right cost. Yeah, surprising for Nintendo to actually come out and announce it. Uh, it's one of those things where yeah, you make these predictions a few weeks in advance and things happen before E3. But uh, what do you think about those those online plans that they talked about? I mean, they, they change the whole I mean before it was the the rent one game that has the online you know kind of revamped virtual console rent one for one month and then you lose it and they they kind of change it to be like a three game sort of Netflix like system I think they have the responsibility right now to not make this a PR disaster mm -hmm. it doesn't look good to start charging for something that was free a year into the system's life and like as of now it just straight up doesn't look like a like a good online system it's mario kart is a mess it's the exact same game uh, as it was on wii u and it just doesn't run nearly as well with the online it's comparably worse than the wii u's as well as quantifiably worse than the xbox 360s i think it's more likely that they'll completely drop the online fee in, uh, in general wow interesting uh you know i think it part of the issue also is that Switch, at least my Switch in particular, seems to have trouble connecting to Wi-Fi as a whole. Like, you know, I'm right next to the router, but like you're giving me two bars. Like, what is this? Uh, so I've never had that problem, but I know a lot of people do. Interesting. Like, um, so, yeah. What I've heard is that the Wi-Fi, like the processing power is kind of messy with the Wi-Fi band. Hmm. And there are frame rate issues in games when you're on Wi-Fi that you don't have when you have the Ethernet adapter in instead. Oh, interesting. And so it's just like the whole thing is kind of like vaguely a terrible mess. You're talking about a terrible mess. You also have all the cables with the headset and to one, listen to, you know, the friends on the app on your phone, but then you had to listen to the game. And it's, it's kind of like, it's almost going through like a turtle beach mixer in a way. My general opinion is that console voice over IP right now is in general terrible. Mm -hmm. So, I do not believe for a second that that's why Nintendo is doing this, but I think that it's not a really great loss for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, I don't voice chat with randoms unless I'm like playing Overwatch competitive ranked. For my friends, I just stick to Discord anyway, so it doesn't affect me personally. But it's it's a mess to have a system that looks like this when the competitor when your competitors have figured it out 10 years ago yeah and i wonder if it's a matter of you know they didn't want to have the extra cost working in the system you know whatever that would take the, i think it's 100 percent. yeah that, that's got to hit the price point yeah so uh, but i'm glad that they seem to have listened uh the huge backlash to you know the rent for one month sort of thing changed that 
kind of turn that around. Uh, but I'm worried about the concerns with, you know, saying that, well, we're not sure about virtual console as it used to be. We're not sure how that stands. Like, you got to figure that out, right? Well, I, I saw someone say regarding the like consistent library instead of uh, rotating them out is that the language that they used did not explicitly promise that they will not remove games. Hmm. All they said was that there will be multiple games that t- that you can get. Right. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to still rotate through games monthly, but the 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 door is still open for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting to see when uh, Xbox Game Pass just opened up a couple days ago, and that's a system where they're going to be rotating games out. Uh, be interesting to see how both systems kind of play themselves out and how that all works. So, as far as the online service being announced, thirty-six uh, percent of our entrants said yes. You know, before it actually did happen and get announced as less than $26 annually, it is 20. Uh, so that is, it's all interesting. And I wonder if that gets any play at all. You know, I'm sure, you know, people like Reggie will be asked questions by media and things like that to clarify certain things. So I wonder if anything, what comes out of that? I feel like they're going to avoid really making that a big deal because it's very clear that they weren't ready to have this be a conversation piece. And I think that they the only reason they asked anything whatsoever is because we're getting close to the date that they said it would start. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. But I think they want to keep the conversation away from it. Yeah. You know, announcing this right before E3 is part of that because, you know, now it's fresh on everyone's minds, but it would have been like a burning question that people were demanding they answer at E3. So I think this is this is kind of them saying, here's what we're going to say, we're not going to say more. Absolutely. Now let's talk about that virtual console. Will GameCube virtual console plans be announced? I said no to this. Um, this is partially because uh, I submitted my answers uh, last minute. So I, I had seen the online announcement and seen that they're not even 100% sure if they're going to have Super Nintendo games. Mm. So in my opinion, GameCube's out of the question. Yeah, I, I'm worried. I, I would love to see GameCube, and we've talked about on episodes past, where it's like, oh, what do they do with the Joy-Con and the analog triggers? And man, if they can't even figure the most basic virtual console functionality out yet, uh, you know, throw GameCube out of there. And and it worries me when you look back on that Eurogamer report and you're talking about Melee and Sunshine and Luigi's Mansion, like how great that would be to have portable. But I don't think it's there. So 18% of people said yes. I said no, uh, as well as you did. So that, that is that's troubling. But so as you know, one question gets answered, another maybe falls by the wayside here. Mm-hmm. Will more than three new games for 3DS be revealed during the spotlight? I said no. The 3DS is not dead, so I could see them doing one or two. But I the, the 3DS is on its way out. Right. And I would say that they're going to keep the focus on Switch as much as they can because the Switch is the 3DS successor. Like Whether or not people think of it that way, it, it is going to replace the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will stop seeing 3DS games in favor of them being Switch games. And I think that we will get to the point where we see smaller scale, smaller budget games that you would have seen on 3DS on Switch, even though it's a quote-unquote home console. Right. So I, like I said, I don't think the 3DS is dead. I think it's likely we'll see at least one game, maybe two, but more than three, uh, absolutely not. Yeah, they've already had their 3DS Direct. They've kind of talked about all their games for 3DS for 2017, I would imagine. The focus here is on Switch, particularly Switch for 2017. Uh, and I think keep it at that. I, I agree. Maybe one, but 
not three and certainly not more than three. That was 27% of people who said yes, but yeah, we said no. Will a Nintendo mobile game be mentioned during the spotlight? I said no because it's a Switch focused spotlight and they've never had a video presentation bring up a mobile game unless it was specifically about the mobile game. Like they brought up Fire Emblem Heroes uh, originally in a Nintendo Direct, but they've never really talked about mobile games outside of them. Right. I think that when it comes down to it, their mobile games are more of DNA's thing. And they're kind of letting DNA handle marketing for them. Right. Yeah, it's it's interesting to think about. Uh, I would I would like to say that you know it's going to be all Switch all the time, right? But I get this sneaking suspicion that the mention of a mobile game will just be in slight passing. Like when you talk about, oh, and the success of Pokemon Go and the blah, blah, blah. Or maybe like, and we'll have that new Legend of Zelda game coming out. We'll talk about in the future. I, I don't think they'll spend much time on it, but I think it'll be a fleeting mention. So 64% of our contest entrants said yes. Uh, I said yes, if only for that. But I don't think there's going to be much of a, a focus on one at all. And finally, another carryover question from podcasts past uh, for Nintendo. Will the phrase, up until now, be said during the spotlight? I think that one's a yes, um, because I said a definite no to the U.S. dollars thing for Sony. Mm -hmm. Um, U.S. dollars is not a generic thing that people say (laughs) in that way as much, and it's also explicitly a meme. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they'd be avoiding it. Up until now was never really a meme outside of specifically people waiting for for brawl, right? And it it is a pretty generic phrase, so it's it is honestly a fifty fifty toss up, but I think it's it's something that could easily happen. So I said yes to that one. I said no, uh, just because I I'm not I'm not sure that comes up too often. I get that it's a common phrase, and that yeah, it's for Sony. Yeah, U.S. dollars is a definite no. That's why it's been no so many times. But sometimes it happens. I'm just trying to think of what the context would be for an up until now, ima made. <laughs> like, what what would the context be? So I'm not sure. I I said no, but 55 percent of people said yes. I think they're they're nostalgic for a time long past. <laughs> All right, Matt. So we can find you on Twitter at Grimace Duminis. Anything mm-hmm. you'd like to plug in particular? I think it's, it's it's a little weird for me to like plug a big YouTube channel, but uh, I've been watching a lot of the two best friends play. Mm. Um, I've been getting into them lately, and they are doing a Let's Play right now of L.A. Noir. I love and that game. I had, I had largely forgotten that game. No kidding, yeah. Uh, I definitely don't love it as much as you do. <laughs> um, it, it isn't without fault, let's say that. And my hot take of the day is that the uh, I think the facial animation is not only not impressive, but actively hindered the game. Mm. The crux of it is that you know you can you can see people's faces to tell if they're lying. Real people don't do that. Right, that's not a thing. It just looks dumb. Oh, they, they just scrunch their face like. That is a game I like in concept a lot more than I like in execution. Right. But I've been I've been getting into to, into best friends play, and it's um I love their channel a lot. They're just a bunch of guys that are friends and just they have worked uh, in QA before. Mm. So they they have interesting stories to tell and they actually played through a game that they personally worked on um, which was uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Oh, so yeah. I think that they're 
I, generally, I don't like a lot of Let's Play channels, but these guys are very good at not making it into just essentially a podcast, hmm. um, which I think is the weakness of a lot of Let's Play A channels. Um, because when it's those, it's just some guys talking about their lives. I don't care about your lives. Right. I care about <laughs> the game. <laughs> like yeah. I listen to gaming podcasts because I care about games, and I listen to like radio cat podcasts because of their their focused topics. I don't care about people just sitting around talking. Mm -hmm. So they do a good job of making their conversations about the game, and I think that the, that they're they're pretty they're pretty damn good for it. That's awesome. I, I should check them out. If uh, my friend Phil, who as you know does the artwork for for this show, uh, he's done some artwork for that channel as well. Like whether it's you know thumbnails or kind of the their opening sizzle reel for certain games. Um, yeah, so I, I should definitely give that channel a try for sure. Let's get to your big boss and Kiefer predictions. So big boss here. You may remember that uh, in the the patent for the Switch. That we first saw a couple months ago when they were just when we were just looking at the the physical things on the switch, there was a specific mention of a connector that could be used for VR. I think that for for my big boss prediction, we're gonna see some mention of Nintendo Switch VR. Nintendo and Switch I think, VR. Oof. I think that it would be Gear VR style, where it's not it's not the proper bit large scale VR that Oculus and Vive are doing. It would be the kind of thing where you you put the switch into like some sort of headset, and there are lenses in there to magnify the image on the switch. That would be pretty bold. That is a big boss prediction. And your kefir. Uh, this is the uh, the most wild, outrageous thing that I could possibly think of. <laughs> That's what the kefir prediction is all about. The general consensus will be that the PC gaming show was something worth having. <laughs> Oh man, throwing the shade at PC gaming. Oh. I'm gonna give I it I'm gonna give it the keeper. Don't you ever come into my office and talk to me like that again. Do you understand me? I watched the PC gaming show two years ago. Did not bother last year, but in twenty fifteen I sat down and watched the entire thing. And I was playing Twilight Princess at the time. Got through an entire dungeon within the within the PC gaming show, and there's still a good hour left in it. <laughs> it was excruciating uh, I'll tell you the chat on our, our discord channel at rhymesstation.com slash call is going at you for it like are you crazy that's <laughs> damn savage <laughs> uh, some good predictions well Matt thank you so much for calling in hope you have a great E3 of course you as well mm -hmm. joining us from North Carolina Damone welcome to the power switch how are you uh, I feel welcome. Thank you very much. I'm doing good. No problem. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Damone Wilson from Show Me Your News <laughs> past E3 Yes or No contests. Uh, glad to have you join the show. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we're here to talk about third party at E3 2017. So let's get right into it. Will we see new video footage of Final Fantasy VII Remake or Kingdom Hearts 3? I'm confident I said no to this one because... Um, Square Enix has an interesting history of releasing things. Um, I think they, I think uh, one of their top like producers on the game straight up said like, "Yeah, those games." Yeah, yeah. Three years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They had that. Uh, was even like a slide on a PowerPoint or something like that. Yeah, three years out or so, and it's like, oh man, come on. Yeah, you're picking my bubbles. There's even the uh, the news that what the Final Fantasy VII remake has started to move development internally. 
as opposed to what Cyber Connect 2 was working on it for some time. It's like, man, that game, that game is looking like it's in trouble if uh, all those reports are be to believed. Best case scenario, it's going to be a while. See, 82% of people said yes, and I'm optimistic on this one. I think, you know, show us a little something from Kingdom Hearts. You know, if if you're going to throw, I mean, that would be the game we'd see something from. I, I doubt, uh, with the, the state that Final Fantasy VII Remake seems to be in, I doubt it would be that. But uh, show us a little something from Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, you know, say, you know, holiday 2018 and then blow past it when that time comes next year and keep pushing it back. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hopeful, but I think you know the more uh, op, you know, the re- more realistic answer would be no. I mean, I'd love to be wrong here. Trust yeah, me. yeah. I'm, I'm just you know I'm trying to win. <laughs> there you go. That's what you got to do in this contest. All right. Will both Call of Duty World War Two and Destiny Two have gameplay demos featured during a conference? I'm gonna say yes on that one because um, it's Call of Duty. Sony or Microsoft is going to get it and they're going to get it on their stage. And I think it's Sony that Activision has to deal with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Destiny 2 is like big time for Activision uh, right now. Like, I think in the hierarchy, it's like 1A is Call of Duty and 1B is um, Destiny 2, um, considering how successful Destiny 1 was. So th- that's going to get talked about at the show somewhere. Somebody's conference is getting it. Yeah, it's definitely their big heavy hitters. Like that's almost like the only games Activision has really coming out for 2017. So yeah, you're right. It's one A, one B. It's right there. Uh, Call of Duty World War II, I think, definitely gets a gameplay demo at Sony. But I'm a little hesitant about Destiny 2. Uh, they had that conference. They showed the gameplay there. I think we get a trailer at Sony's show. I think they, you know, show. Maybe a little bit of you know just something new with it. It's like a, a raid or something like that. I don't think it's an extended gameplay demo though. Uh, so I said no, but you know, 91% of people said yes for the contest. So I, I'm just a little hesitant. I mean, both would be at Sony, obviously, and I'm just not sure if you put gameplay demos back to back like that at that show. Could be right on that one. Could if, be, if it, especially if it's specifically gameplay demos. Yeah, but I could just as easily see both happening. Yeah, I mean, Activision throw that money to Sony and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Will more than one celebrity be brought on stage during EA's conference? I feel like saying no right now mm-hmm. because um, I, I guess I, I like to try and think that EA is actually concerned about their own perception among gamers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're up here talking about games and you got LL Cool J on the stage. <laughs> like, I really don't think he's the expert. You got Snoo smoking a blunt while playing Battlefield 1. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. Um, that might be what folks do, but I just don't find celebrities to be the authorities on, yeah, this gameplay is top-notch type deal. So I, I, I just think they're not going to go for that. Yeah, I said no as well. I think if any company ropes in the celebrities, it would be EA, but I think it'd be more like maybe in some video vignettes they would show a celebrity, not necessarily to drag them on stage and have that awkward interview. Uh, I was watching a highlight with, with Pele uh, with that, that moment a couple of years ago. And it's like great to have a legend on stage, but it totally killed the momentum of the conference. So I don't think we, maybe we get one on stage, but not more than that. If any more celebrities show up, it'd be in, Oh, they're here in the crowd. They're playing some games or they're in this video, not you know front and center 
lights on them though. Uh, but 73% of people said yes, so go figure. Let's talk about Star Wars though. Will Visceral Games' Amy Hennig-directed Star Wars game receive an official title? This is the one from, they showed a little bit of you know some screenshots and concept art. Uh, she's the former Uncharted director. What do you think? So ignorance may have killed me on this one now that you sort of explain it. I said no. Um, and I was like, what the hell is an Amy Hennig? <laughs> that's, <why I> said, <laughs> that's why I said no. Um, but now that you've explained it a bit, I probably should have said yes. I feel like, uh, you know, Uncharted is a, is a pretty big name in gaming. And that'd be a hell of a way to get people to pay attention because uh, EA seems to be pretty all in on there. Like we are the sole proprietors of Star Wars related content yes. aside from, I guess, Lego. Um, so we have monopolized the Star Wars market and you will play if you want to play a Star Wars game, you're going to play it from us. Um, and they seem to really, really like pushing that. Um, so I can easily see that happening. I, I see it as more likely than not. Yeah, if it doesn't happen, I think it would be that they're focusing on Battlefront 2 and they don't want to have any other Star Wars game kind of muddy the messaging a little bit. But uh, they showed it a little bit last year, as I mentioned, and I think it's time to actually get a title. Like, talk a little bit about what that game actually is. Uh, you know, big Uncharted fan, you know, love Amy Hennig's work, and she was basically the writer behind the characters of, you know, Nathan Drake and Elena and Sully for one, two, and three. And then there was the whole drama of she left and the transition to four, and that was that was all that. But uh, I think this is a game we need to hear more. If we're going to talk more Star Wars than just Battlefront Two, like this will be uh, the talk of the town. There's also that respawn game, the the makers of Titanfall, uh, for another mm-hmm. Star Wars game. But I think that's still at least another year out, maybe two. So I, I think I'd, I'd like to hear more about this. I said yes optimistically, and we had 73% of people say yes. Now, will a new Assassin's Creed game set in ancient Egypt be revealed? Oh, man. That, whoosh, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I got something going on the limit. Say yes here. Mm-hmm. Just feel like, like something is just speaking to me on this one. I think it might feel be called yes. Assassin's Creed Origins. I think the protagonist may be called by Yak. I don't know. <laughs> You might have, ah, that sounds like a big boss in Kiefer position. Damn. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> so, yeah, another case where, you know, we, we make the prediction. There were some rumblings out there, but a lot a lot of leaks have kind of solidified that. You're talking merchandise from, like, a GameStop T-shirt. You're seeing the logo with the Assassin's Creed A and then, like, the Egyptian I kind of in the middle there. Um, yeah, that's that's going to happen. Uh, that'll be big for Ubisoft. Eighty-two uh, percent of people said yes, and I think there were some early guesses there that thought, "Oh no, that's that's fake or whatever." But no, I I, I agree. Like that's that's going to happen. I'm really excited for it personally. Are you invested in the Assassin's Creed series at all? You know, I used to not be, but I played um, I played the hell out of Assassin's Creed Four, and man, I thought that game was fantastic yeah. until I hit like a game in. Which, so that was oh no see yeah i i hit a, a game ending bug when i went through rogue and rogue was very similar in a lot of ways to four uh but yeah i mm-hmm. hit yeah this this game breaking bug you know corrupted my save like i was right at the end too that really sucked but uh yeah. you know i think it's gonna be key for the assassin's creed series because i actually loved uh syndicate as well the last one they put out a couple years ago they can talk about you know getting back to you know 
what they do for the open world, how they work with the mission design there. That That's all fine and good, but the last few games have struggled with the present day story. And there's, there's a story thread there, but when you compare it to those early installments, like those early games, like there's a reason why the Assassin's Creed movie was made, granted not very good, and they kind of fumbled many things there, but it was a compelling modern day narrative as well as going back to the past. And I think that's kind of where they dropped the ball in the past ones. If they're going to talk about origins and they're going back to ancient Egypt, I think you got to give a little refresh and revamp to what's what's happening in modern day as well. I would agree on that front. I guess I, I showed up just when the Desmond Miles story was concluded, and so I did not give a flying hack yeah. <laughs> um, about the modern stuff. I was just like, let me go back to my pirate ship. Yep. Yeah, and so. and it was it was okay if you had that connection, but man, yeah, if if you came into four, that that's that's a total non-starter. I, I totally hear you there. All right, yeah. will Ubisoft reveal a sequel to either Rayman, Splinter Cell, or Far Cry? Oh man, you just throwing uh, throwing some curveballs at me. I'm, I'm giving you the tough questions here, Damone. I I guess I I guess I should be ready for that. Um, I feel like maybe one of those, if I'm lucky, uh, perhaps a fifth installment in one of those series <laughs> um, set in America, uh, like backwoods Montana. That sounds um, really awesome. I would love to play that. <laughs> in theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Far Cry 5 is going to be a thing that makes this question a yes. We had 82% of people say yes. Um, now, let, let's just kind of narrow the focus just for... For shits and giggles here. Uh, you know, Rayman or Splinter Cell? Do you see a sequel possibly happening for either of those franchises? Since Rabbids doesn't count for Rayman, um, no for Rayman. Right. Um, Mike, Michael Ansel is is uh, working his tail off on trying to get Beyond Good and Evil 2 to the world. And that is a noble pursuit. But Ubisoft kind of sucks about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, as for Splinter Cell... And that's a toss-up for me because uh, what was the last one? Conviction. It was uh, Blacklist. Actually, that was the one where Blacklist, they had yeah. the new voice actor. It wasn't maybe even Sam Fisher. Yeah. So that was 2013. Yeah, um, I think I got that one for the Wii U. Um, and I actually personally, it was my first uh, Splinter Cell game, and I, I really enjoyed it. I heard it wasn't like as fun for some folks mm-hmm. as the other ones, but I really enjoyed it. Um, we are four years out from that. I can very easily see a trailer, but then I can also see Ubisoft blowing out on uh, ACO or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's a toss-up to me. But I think I'd go with yes for uh, Splinter Cell. I agree. I'd give it a pretty good chance, uh, especially as the end one more thing. Here's something to leave you on. You know, the Tom Clancy games, there was the time where they had three going at the same time with, you know, The Division and uh, Rainbow Six Siege and Ghost Recon Wildlands. You had three Tom Clancy games going at the same time. Those are all mm-hmm. now out. you got to bring some Tom mm-hmm. Clancy back into Ubisoft. So uh, yeah, I think... Especially after how brilliantly The Division works. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, so I think, I think Splinter Cell would be a pretty good bet for the end of the show. That'd be really interesting to see. And yeah, bring back bring back you know, Sam Fisher's voice. Make, make that... Make that Make him make Sam Fisher great again. <laughs> make Sam Fisher great again. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> Shifting things to Bethesda oh, here. Will Bethesda reveal a sequel to either Wolfenstein or The Evil Within? I said no, um, just because um, 
I don't know. I guess I don't particularly care for Wolfenstein or the evil within. Mm-hmm. I remember folks liked Wolfenstein, but it wasn't world beating. And folks liked the uh, the evil within, but again, it wasn't like all that spectacular. Right. I know Bethesda's doing like VR things, and they're still kind of like running Elder Scrolls Online, and they might be doing another Elder Scrolls, like a totally new one. Um, so I feel like with all that in mind, those two games don't really seem all that important uh, on the Bethesda scale to me. But, um, you know, I could be wrong. Mm. 36% of people said yes. Uh, I said yes as well. I, I think there's enough breadcrumbs there for at least one of those to be announced. Uh, when it comes to Wolfenstein, there's what was the Quake Champions reveal last year at Bethesda's E3 show, and they had kind of the scroll of different things there. And one of them said, you know, like Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. So a lot of people are thinking that might be a sequel follow-up title. Uh, and then as far as Evil Within goes, uh, the game is called Psycho Break in Japan. And so there's, whether it's some LinkedIn or some resume leak, whatever, of talk of Psycho Break 2. So there's enough there. There's also, I think their promotion image is like Bethesda Land is the theme they're going this year. Kind of like a Bethesda amusement park. And there are a couple places that are under construction. They have to show something new. And I think out of those, it, it could be one of them. I doubt it'd be something like a Doom 2 already. And just don't call it Doom 2 whenever you do a Doom sequel. Like, we don't need another same name but different year sort of naming convention. Uh, I, I say oh, yes. I think I think something's got to happen there between one of those two franchises. It seems like nearly as likely as unlikely to me right but i just you know it was just my perception it'll be a very interesting show to to watch though and also for this reason will someone demonstrate doom vr or fallout 4 vr while wearing a head mounted display on stage during bethesda's conference the exact precise wording of the question made it real interesting for me because i feel like in some way we're going to see those and someone is like it's going to be shown off and demonstrated at some point, but on stage wearing the um, device, I still say yes. Mm, interesting. Um, if only because I personally would love to see that, like that just a guy on stage turning his head around. Um, excuse me if this sounds like, sounds a little offensive, but looking like Stevie wonder <laughs> when he's playing piano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, um, I, I just want to see that and I hope it happens. Um, but I, I, I also see like, because of the high likelihood of seeing one or both of those at the show, I find a high likelihood that they, they'll also show it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we'll see both of the show. Uh, I think, you know, it would be great to see it on stage, right? I just worry about the technical logistics behind it and would they just be able to get away with saying, here's video footage of it, and we maybe do some other video work by showing someone, like we, we've cut a video together that shows people using it, but you'll have to try it on the show floor. It's really great. I, I wonder if it'll go that direction. Uh, I'm sure we'll see both games, though, and that'll be interesting because that was, that was a big talk last year, saying that they're working on VR games for both of those, but like, let, let's see them deliver. VR needs more substantial game experiences and you know, playing doom and VR. That'd be pretty amazing. That would be pretty wild in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that game is already intense. Um, 
without virtual reality surround image, but you know, in VR, I'm sure uh, it would be pretty crazy. Yeah, just get that music pumping. That'd be awesome. Uh, 36% of people said yes, as I mentioned there. Will Konami announce a new console game? I said no, because fuck Konami. Yeah, fuck Konami, man. <laughs> reasoning. I feel like I probably should have put more thought into that, but I just saw Konami, and I was like, whatever they, do, whatever they might be doing, no. Yeah. Not yeah. yeah, I mean, 9% <laughs> of people said yes. There's Metal Gear Solid, not even Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Survive. Uh, which is that four-player zombie game in the Fox Engine? Like, there's that, but I don't, I don't see them announcing anything new. Um, there's that. I, don't I mean, see it. we just had, kind of had to throw that in there for for laughs. And then we kind of carry this question over every year: uh, Will a game series which had its last title release over ten years ago receive a new installment? I said no. I just don't see. Uh, be the opportunity for it in this conference it'd be at least 2007 at this point maybe i, I just have a work perception here but i feel like 2007 feels really soon-ish mm. despite being the same length of time that we always go in right a lot of those games are still fairly re- relevant like i feel like halo 3 came out in 2007 it did yeah wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> like people play that even on the 360 still mm-hmm. not many people right but, right so I know not many play it on the uh, Master Chief Collection. That's for sure. No, I mean <laughs> that would that would assume that you can play a game on the Master Chief Collection yep. or get a connection. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we had fifty-five yeah. percent of people say yes. I said yes just to be an optimist. Um, you know, I'm I'm one of the people who holds out hope for Beyond Good and Evil too. I know what Michelle Ansel said on Instagram, and that they they may not bring it, but. I wonder if that's being coy because uh, there, there are the rumors of if Nintendo is helping make it happen uh, for oh, you know, Switch man, exclusivity. That. Uh, that would be that'd be something. And when you, when you talk about you know reports from Laura Kate Dale and, and all these other insiders, like that would be that'd be really interesting. So I'm just going to hold out hope, hoping that that gets announced, and then that would count as what 2003 was when that first game came out. So that would be why I say yes. But yeah, it's it's really a toss up. Who knows? You know digging back in history what they can actually pull out here well damone thank you so much for calling in i'm I'm so glad you got to find the show and especially at this time which you generally excel at uh anything you'd like to plug in particular uh not not really i'm just uh uh maybe i'll be doing some big things but for now you know i'm just this is this my domain (laughs) all right well do you have a big boss and kefir prediction for us yeah, uh, so um, I was going through a couple in my head, but I think I'm going to do a, a Metroid theme with mine. They're kind of related. So my big boss prediction is that there's not going to be one Metroid announced. Not two, but three. Three? Um, uh, yes. Um, one is going to be uh, Metroid Prime 4 for Studios uh, with a uh, full-on campaign and a full-on multiplayer suite Um for the Switch, of course, there will also be a 2.5D Metroid game for Switch and or 3S um, as well. That is what forms my big boss prediction right there. Damn, that is that's a solid big boss prediction. <laughs> 
Kiefer for prediction. The third Metroid game actually related to why three said that they aren't going to have Halo 6 at the show. That is Koi PR speak because, in fact, they are working on a Halo Metroid crossover for Scorpio, Xbox One, and Switch, and they will be cross-play between the two versions. Oh my god, the Haloid dreams finally come true. <laughs> All the way back from like 06. Oh my gosh, that that is, that's big time, Kiefer. My god, what have you done? What have you done? <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you so much for calling, and always great to talk you around E3 time, and Really, thank you for calling in and finding us. Once again, thank you for having me. I feel super lucky that I even managed to find it. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here. All right, man. Demone, right. take care. Have a great E3. You too, man. Have a good one. Thanks. And joining us from Texas, Jesse, welcome back to the Power Switch. Glad to be back. Absolutely. Been a while. Here for our Hopes and Dreams segment of the show. We'll go through these pretty quickly. These are 10... Almost vaporware games, you know, possible sequels. Could this be the year that we hear news or a reveal about these games? So let's start with the Valve trifecta. Will Half-Life 3, Portal 3, or Left 4 Dead 3 be revealed? I like how you put three games in here. Yeah, isn't (laughs) that's just that's just three times unlikely. Yeah, it's just it's just begging. For it here, I know. I mean, if it's or, it, only one of them could make it a yes. So uh, it's going to be Ricochet too. <laughs> but no, um, the reason that I think we haven't seen Half Life Three, if I'm being perfectly honest, my answer is no, of course. Right, but uh, right. <laughs> the Half Life Three so far, in my opinion, is that Half Life and Half Life Two were some were like a big display of new technology, stuff that you could do new for PC at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since we've really had that for Half-Life 3. However, I'm going to entertain this thought for a little bit, because I think there might be a reason to have a new Half-Life 3. A new Half-Life. I'm looking at stuff like the uh, the Vive with like the little handle things and stuff, mm-hmm. and like all the stuff you can do with that. You know, and Steam has had Steam VR for a while now. I feel like we would have, if they were going to do this, we would have heard about it by now, but, I mean, better late than never. I think VR with the like immersive hand paddle things would be a good reason to make a new Half-Life or even a portal. Right. Yeah. I think that would, that would be the case for sure. Um, that VR would be that next step. Uh, and as, as someone who's, who's used to vibe and all that, like that would be, that'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, I do, I do wonder cause valve says that they're working on VR games, but, Let's see it is or is it more just like oh well you can use VR for Dota somehow I don't know. Uh 0% of people said yes. Everybody said no. I I say no as well. I'm going to be just said it's not impossible. So that's going to be what I say for this one, but ultimately no. There you go. Well, let's get something more right up your alley here. Will Metroid for Switch be revealed? I think there's a good chance of that. I think Metroid's typically more of like a midlife game for Nintendo consoles, although, I mean, we did get Metroid Prime 3 very early in the Wii's life. Mm -hmm. It's been a while since we've had a Metroid game, and not counting uh, Federation Force, which I'm not mad about, but 
I mean, come on. Yeah, nobody counts that. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think Nintendo is not the kind of company that actually kills a franchise. What Nintendo typically does is that Nintendo will put a franchise on the back burner and wait till, oh, hey, it's time to bring this one back. I don't look at any of the old retro franchises from Nintendo and say, oh, that's a dead franchise now. I just It seems like they don't think in that term. It's like they always just think of it as, well, now's the time to bring this game back. And I think Metroid is not something they've just consciously decided to kill or anything like that. I just think that the, um, after Other M, they have been trying to rethink, okay, well, what went wrong here and what should we do next? And I think enough time has gone by for a new Metroid game. I said yes to this one. I'm not 100% sure it'll happen, but I think it's very likely. Yeah, when they're talking about a big E3 for Nintendo, and Reggie said that in the past, I think you got to put Metroid uh, on that list. I I said yes as well. 45% of people said yes. Uh, I think it's a bold prediction to say, you know, to indulge the multiple Metroid rumors, like there's a possibility of like, oh, do they make one for 3DS and then like a 3D one for Switch? Like that, that's an interesting thought. I would love to see that, but I think it's, uh, let's start with one at a time. Let's get a real Metroid game back in the saddle here. So right. I would would love to see that. The only thing I hesitate would be the thought of like a new Metroid Prime because I feel like it's just not the same without the uh, GameCube style controls or the, uh, well, I guess you could do GameCube style controls on this if you're if they're creative enough. But still, I prefer like the motion control type thing, mm. the uh, pointer, and they don't have a pointer anymore. Right, yeah. But maybe they'll make a pointer accessory. I don't oh, know. maybe it'd be really interesting to see the uh, the twin stick sort of applied to that if it's a 3D game. And uh, I saw a prediction that someone made somewhere where it was like uh, basically saying that you know we'll either see you know Metroid like and retro's game like if if retro is not making metroid like we'll see retro's game in addition to a metroid game by someone else so interesting uh prediction there in another gaming podcast now will devil may cry 5 be revealed i don't really know if they're gonna make like a new devil may cry in that original timeline or anything i don't know a whole lot about the franchise but i figured that when they did the reboot and they were going to just continue off the reboot Mm. even if it was a very unpopular one they might make like a new Devil May Cry altogether, but I don't think it's going to be Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, I, I wonder. Um, 18% of people said yes. I said no. But, you know, there is, you know, when you look at different actors in their portfolios and they have tweets or they're in mocap work, I, I would imagine a Devil May Cry game is being made. Um, I'm just not sure it would be a 5 or, you know, when it would be revealed. So. Uh, I'm I'm curious if something like that does happen, but I don't think it does happen here. I'm saying I'm just going to say it's not impossible to go to that. Mm-hmm. Will the Elder Scrolls Six be revealed? I want to see it, and I think it's in development, but I don't know if it's time to show it off. I think they're still riding high on the Skyrim ports, and we still got Skyrim for Switch coming out soon, and we've seen other companies that are perfectly happy to let. Nintendo get like the uh, hand-me-down game from previous generations, but I don't know. I feel like they're still too concerned with Skyrim to announce Elder Scrolls Six right now. Right. It could happen. I could see there being like a little teaser of it. I'm still going to say no, but it's not impossible. Eighteen mm-hmm. percent uh, of people said yes. Uh, I said no on this one. Um, you know, 
Skyrim was revealed for the first time at the Video Game Awards back in uh, whatever year that was. But that was kind of the timing for the reveal there. And maybe that was just, you know, helping out Jeff Keighley get the show kind of off the ground and all that. Uh, I think they have enough to show this year at E3 that it, they don't need that. Maybe they save that kind of announcement for the next, you know, Game Awards. Um, so that would be interesting to see. I just don't, I don't think it's here. I'm sure it's in development, like you said, but I don't know how far along it is. But yeah, maybe if not at, you know, the Game Awards, maybe next year's E3 for sure. Will The Sims 5 be revealed? I mean, did they even finish Sims 4? Uh, you know, they, they kind of did. There are rumors and people did making... they finish oh. Sims 4? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I did not follow that game. I, I went back and looked at the announcement, and there was the like, oh, he died from embarrassment, and now they have emotions. And like I, I checked out of that one immediately, but... Uh, you know, people are making some predictions here and there saying like, oh, maybe they finally bring it to console now that they're, the consoles are more PC like, uh, maybe there's that, but yeah, I, I don't see this happening, but 45% of people said, yes, uh, that's as much as Metroid. So I wonder if there's something there. I don't see it happening, but not for like, uh, oh, that'll never happen reasons. I see it not happening more for like the same reason I said, I don't see Elder Scrolls six happening. I think it's too soon after the last Sims game. I don't think they're ready to move on just yet. It'll be interesting to see right, for sure. I mean, EA has a lot to talk about. I'm not sure that they fit the Sims in though this year. Will Borderlands 3 be revealed? Um, wouldn't that require the guy on the cover to have three hands to shoot himself with? <laughs> Maybe the alien is coming out of his stomach and you know making a cameo appearance to provide the third. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about Borderlands and... I can't remember what I put on this. I think I may have put yes just to put some more yeses on this part. Um, I think it's definitely time for one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the franchise. I don't really have a whole lot to say. I'm neutral on this one. They've talked it about it being a thing for a while. And Borderlands is usually a PAX announcement. But I said yes. And uh, 18% of people said yes. Um, I think this would be... A, a Microsoft conference sort of appearance here, you know, throw some money to, we need something and maybe this will look better on Scorpio for whatever reason. I'm, I'm really just pulling that there, but uh, sure. you know, Borderlands three is obviously a thing. They, they've talked about it before. I think now is the right time. If not now at a PAX in the near future, like PAX prime September, whenever that is, uh, will cyberpunk 2077 be revealed? This is, the follow-up game from the people at CD Projekt Red, the the Witcher series, they showed concept video footage a couple of years ago and said that you know it's it's a ways out. We got to finish The Witcher Three first. Uh, but is this the year we actually get a more definitive game reveal? Wow, this is the first time hearing about this. I didn't even know they made two thousand seventy-six ones before. <laughs> yeah, it even uh, appears in our our title sequence with the girl and the bullet breaking against her face. That's that's from that game. Again, this is another one I don't know much about. We passed all the ones I had, like real ones, real things to talk about here. So now we're now I'm just like guessing. You know what? Sure. Okay. Forty five percent of people said yes, which is interesting. I said no. Uh, I think when it comes to CD Projekt Red, like this is like Gwent just came into public beta uh, for the Witcher card game. So 
have this be Gwent's year. I think next year is where you see a more definitive release for that game. Uh, at least, you know, reveal and more information there. Uh, will Deep Down be revealed? The the Capcom game that was Dark Souls-like revealed at the PS4 reveal event. And they keep renewing the trademark, but not much else. Again, I don't know a whole lot about it, but that sounds like something that could show up. I think it'll show up, I guess. I think it would be a bold Year of Dreams thing, that's for sure. I mean, you're talking about, you know, games that Sony could show to really surprise people. Uh, 18% of people said yes. Uh, I said no because it's it's starting to turn into one of those vaporware games, and I'm just going to yeah, say keep pushing it towards the back burner there. Now, here's a deep cut. Will Agent be revealed? The Rockstar game announced for PS3 back in 2009, and still the game exists on their website, never officially canceled. Hmm, that sounds familiar. I don't know a whole lot about it. Yeah, not many people know much about it. It was like, you know, 1970s sort of spy sort of themes there, which I I would love to see it play out. But uh, this is almost like a joke question here. Like it's it's been too long. Yeah, 9% of people said yes. (laughs) So uh, I I would say no as well. No is a, a pretty, pretty good bet. It's just odd that. Yeah, they never never put the kibosh on it there. And finally, will Beyond Good and Evil 2 be revealed? What? No, I mean, that was my legitimate response. <laughs> what? I'm going to take that you uh, you say no there. Huh? <laughs> uh, I, I, I said yes. I'm going to be optimistic. 45% of people said yes. Same chance as Metroid. It's not impossible. I, I think, honestly, it's more likely at something like Paris Games Week. I mean, Michel Ancel, like, that's kind of more the place to show it off, I think, for for his his market there. But I, I wonder if it's going to be the... if at, The only hope is if Nintendo does have the money behind it and they rope it into their conference. But, you know, Ubisoft will be first, so they, they maybe show it there. I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, it's my kind of shot in the dark there. I, I said yes. I think there are less likely things. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jesse, anything you'd like to plug? Frankly, I'd like to get more stuff plugged into my TV, but I need more HDMI switches. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I have one from Rocketfish. It it performs pretty darn well. I, you don't need too much I out of a you don't need too much out of an HDMI switch, but just you know, get, get Is it video quality. Yeah, good video, video quality. quality. I was on a projector screen. You know, good good kind of four banger there. So check it out. It's pretty affordable because they can get pricey really quickly. I might. All right, let's get to your big boss and your Kiefer predictions. Okay, but first I'm just going to put out my mid-boss prediction. Your mid-boss prediction. Which is just the same shit I say every year, new F-Zero. New <laughs> F-Zero. See, if it were mid-boss, I'd say, like, read-only memories, uh, 2064, <laughs> read-only memories. That's, you know, from mid-boss there. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> it's a tradition for me to predict F-Zero every year, and every year it doesn't happen. It just becomes more likely it's going to be the next year. There you go. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to play it simple with Big Boss, and I'm going to make a Smash Bros. prediction. Okay. I think we're going to get the uh, Smash Switch, a port from the Wii U version, and just gonna we're going to get a trailer that shows off Wolf, Ice Climber, and Inkling. Throwing some Wolf in there. That would be pretty Big Boss. 
I think there's enough people who miss him, and there's enough room for him on the roster. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Kiefer, and believe it or not, this actually happens during the Switch video. Whoa, okay. We get this deserted city. It's kind of run down, and you see the protagonist from Death Stranding walking through it. And it's a new trailer. It's not just like any rehashed uh, Death Stranding trailer before. It's all new. You hear these engines going off in the background. And as the sounds get closer to Norman Reedus, you see the force of it, and it's Mario and Luigi in, in go-karts. They, like, pull over and engage in a fight. And, like, the big Smash Bros. splash comes out and says, Norman Reedus has come to beat us. Uh, oh, and my God. <laughs> that's going to be our replacement for Snake, everyone. Oh, man. <laughs> Norman Reedus in Death Stranding comes to smash. Oh my god. That's Kiefer. Showtime. Anyway, Sakurai's gonna be in Death Stranding somehow. Somehow. You know, put his friends there. I mean, Kojima got a big help from Sakurai to put Snake in Brawl. You know, turn the favor around. If I wanted to make a double Kiefer, the at the end of the trailer, it zoomed out to a TV, and Snake is watching it. Snake <laughs> is also in anyway. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Jesse, thank you so much for calling in. I hope you have a great E3. Thank you for having me. I'm having a good time. Looking forward to E3. Enjoying the show. Just see you there, I guess. Absolutely. Take care. Well, that does it. 50 questions, yes or no. It's It makes for a bit of a longer episode uh, compared to most shows for the Power Switch, but it's always fun to do, to, to bring in different opinions. And uh, I would like to talk about the coverage that we're doing uh, this year for E3 in particular. We're going to have Scott White from DashingNerds.com. Scott's been on the show before in several episodes, and he's going to join us over here for our E3 coverage. It's a Dashing Nerds cross rhymes with asia sort of spectacular uh sort of our coverage here so what we'll be doing is we won't really be doing you know pre you know reactions or anything like that we won't be live streaming everything like that but here's what we're going to do for each of the big conferences and I'm, I'm sorry we're gonna leave pc out of it but you know that's for ea for microsoft for bethesda for ubisoft for sony for nintendo the plan is as soon as each one ends, you know, give us five, 10 minutes or so. When each one ends, we're gonna come right here, you know, twitch.tv slash rhymeswithasia, rhymeswithasia.com slash call on our Discord channel there. Post show E3 podcast for each conference where you get to call in and we react, respond right off the bat. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing that. Uh, so, that's going to be really the benefit of with this show, the power switch to have you call in and give real time reactions and feedback as it's happening. So I'm looking forward to doing all that with you. Uh, I hope you get to tune in, whether it's what you got to tune in here today, or you've discovered this podcast and you want to tune in and call in next time for E3. So rhymeswithasia.com slash call. I can't plug that enough for our discord channel where everything happens there. Now, I think it's only fair to get to my big boss and keeper predictions. I have a big boss prediction for Microsoft, for Sony, for Nintendo. So here we go. Big boss prediction for Microsoft. Scalebound will be resurrected 
from software is developing it. Big Boss prediction for Sony. Media Molecules Dreams lives. And it is shown to be a game that is intended to be played on PlayStation VR. And Big Boss prediction for Nintendo. Super Mario Odyssey will not only be shown to have Mario be a playable character, but also in a trailer, Luigi, Peach, and Rosalina. And the Kiefer prediction. Actually, features Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland has landed a new video game acting role in either Detroit Become Human or a newly announced Quantic Dream title. Chloe, step away from the computer, now! So those are my bold predictions. I want to thank everyone for calling in, giving their predictions, talking about these these yes or no questions. It kind of gives us a good state of where we stand a week out from E3. And you know, usually it's like we're another week away from doing a show like this, but man, with E with EA on a Saturday this year, that that really messes things up, doesn't it? But it should be interesting to have multiple days of coverage, multiple days of podcasts. I'm looking forward to you joining us and, you know, a very different episode compared to the Power Switch. We don't have an intro segment. We don't have an ending segment. Just stuff to the brim with the callers. And I think it'll be kind of the same way. We'll, we'll kind of have to see how it uh, plays by ear. I really, really want to thank you for, for making this possible. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting to have on past podcasts to have, I had my brother kind of monitor the calls and, you know, it was kind of a, a dream come true in a way, just a dream episode to kind of have people call in and interact in that way. And it was a once a year kind of thing. But I kind of reflected at the beginning of the show to to have it, you know, come to this, to to be a weekly show that we do. And, you know, for E3 to almost be like a daily show, you know, twice a day uh, to get that reaction with you like that. That means so much to me. And I'm glad that I'm, I was able to help get it going and that you've been so uh, receptive and responsive to it and it makes me think I, I wonder if you know some you know bigger gaming brand somewhere will eventually pick up on the idea that like yeah maybe we should do something like this you know i want to say that you guys were here on the ground level first and i, I want to you know wish any brand luck that you know tries something like this it's a big undertaking uh but you know they have a big they would have a bigger reach and things like that um I don't know. It's not, you know, with any inside knowledge or anything like that. I just kind of want to get the thought out there. Should any gaming brand kind of undertake a, a call in podcast like this? Because it's, it's the potential is, is so there and it's so worth it. And I love, love doing this. Um, I'll stop rambling. I, I want you to have a great E3. Uh, hopefully you get to call in and talk to us after each conference, but if not, whatever your plans are, Hope it's a wonderful one for you. Uh, E3 2017 should be very exciting. I look forward to joining uh, you know, Scott and Dashing Nerds, and we'll, we'll give you some good coverage there. So that'll do it for this episode of The Power Switch. We are hosted by RhymesWithAsia.com, and we're on YouTube and Twitch at RhymesWithAsia. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Power Switch, and you can email us any questions, concerns, comments, or opportunities at powerswitchpod at gmail.com. 
You can subscribe to the Power Switch on podcast services such as iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you could be so kind as to leave a review, that would really help as well. But most importantly, to participate in future episodes, you should join our community on Discord by visiting rhymeswithasia.com call. It's a small but growing community, and in these early months of the show, it'll be easier than ever to have your voice heard on this podcast. I'm going to call it there. I'm, I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit. This is what happens when you podcast sick. It's, it's not a good thing to do, but you know it's, it's pre-E3. It's worth it. It's so good. It's the best time of year. So thank you so much for tuning in. Stay tuned to our Discord channel and on Twitter as things develop, especially during E3 week. And regardless, whether it's live or on your own time, I look forward to you joining us for our next episode. With that, I'm Peter Spasia. Until next time, switch up. Call in. Game on.